Welcome to another episode of In the Life of Sean Powers. He keeps you entertained on the morning show on My1043 in Mount Pleasant, Michigan. But what is he like after the show? Well, here you go. And welcome into another beautiful broadcast of the Sean Powers in the Life of Sean Powers podcast or whatever we call it over here. I am your humble host, Sean Powers. Thank you very much, everybody, for uh, tuning on in today. And as we uh, talk about, you know, different things that are that affects our lives or even stuff that's just entertainment or stuff that really doesn't matter, that's what we talk about here. Uh, anyways, if you ever have any topics of subject matter, uh, let us know what it is and we'll uh, we'll try to talk about it. Today, we got a special guest. I've known this cat for a while now, about, what, four or five years now? So Something like that. Something yeah. like that. Yeah. This is Mr. Josh Hagerman, ladies and gentlemen. What's Welcome him into the uh, Powers Podcast. This is my. Uh, this is the first time I've actually had a guest. Uh, we had Rachel on with us before, and uh, before that, Tino used to do podcasting with me as well. But uh, you're just a guy off the street. You're one of my buddies, yeah. and uh, you know, we, t- we every time we get together, though, uh, we talk about uh, all kinds of stuff, but music mostly. Yeah, is, is usually what we come back to. So, uh, I, so how did I meet you, Josh? Um. I think I commented on the on the show one time and uh you said, "Hey, we should hang out. You seem really cool." And then I came in, I talked on the show and we've been pretty much friends ever since. And your kids and your and, and at then your wife and yep. you know, we all started hanging out and stuff like that and uh <laughs> you know, and then things happened and uh, progressed and you still got the kids around and they Hell come yeah. over and hang out on the trampoline and uh, you know, uh, throw stuff on the fire when we do backyard oh, fires and stuff. It's and great. I absolutely love you're it. You're like family to us now. You absolutely, know, my wife and I man, we we, I love uh, it. we definitely consider you family. So, let's go back to let's talk about music today. Uh let's talk Talk about music when we were growing up. You grew up when what, what what year were you born? I was born in '87. Oh my god! Yeah, yeah. Gosh, I feel so, so old, man. No, nah, but the way my parents raised us, we we had all sorts of different music in the house. We had that big furniture console record oh, yeah, yeah. player, the one the one that, caught, that weighed like six hundred pounds. Yeah, of yeah, yeah. And there was always some kind of music on that record player man it was great anything from like willie nelson we had some van halen on there just a whole bunch of different stuff it yeah was great. yeah so and then there were, there were those back in the day when you had albums and you had stuff like oh that yeah and, uh playing the, the 45s and stuff like that so 1987 you were born i was 13 at the time and i remember by that time i was already into radio i was yeah. eight years old when i knew what i wanted to do uh, my mom's friend uh, larry had his record uh, collection stashed in our basement he was a dj and he had tons of 45s albums reel to reels cassettes uh, he had eight tracks. He had nice. he had them all, man. He had a mixing console. Um, he had microphones. He had cassette players. Uh, he had uh, all all kinds of electronics. And I remember uh, getting into it one night in the middle of the night, walking down there, sneaking down. And I pulled out a, an album. It was the Arrhythmics. And I remember it was on RCA Records. And I pulled it out, and it was pristine, clean. And I turned down the music, sound system. And my uncle Mike was also sharing the basement at the time, so he was he was fast asleep, snoring over in the corner. So I went to go put on the headphones. Whoops, I didn't. Know no, the speakers were hooked up, Oops. and it was it was cranked up because they, they had had a party the night before. And I remember starting up the arrhythmics. Here comes the rain again. He goes, dad, 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 dad. and the whole like the whole ceiling started shaking, and the window started rattling. Woke Uncle Mike up out of a sound sleep, and he goes, "What the hell are you doing?" And yeah, I almost got I almost got in big trouble for that. But that was a, that was the start of my career of wanting to do radio. I was like, I want to be a DJ like Larry. So nice. that's that's what started it for me. And I remember now when I was growing up, when I was little, we used to listen. You know, it's seventy music you know and my yeah. dad would 
would always have the radio on in the car. At home, he'd always be playing some Motown. Nice. Uh, he had cassettes yeah. and, and albums back in the day. He had turntables. And he had a nice little you know setup in the basement. So and I remember as young as maybe four or five listening in the car. And I remember the one, the first song that I really remember was uh, Baker Street. Hearing that from uh, from uh, Jerry Rafferty, okay. who actually used to be with Steelers Wheels, they had that song stuck in the middle with you. Yeah. He left Steelers Wheels and then went on and did the uh, the Baker Street song. And I remember we used to go down to this restaurant down. Uh, my dad worked for the railroad, Conrail Railroad, uh, downtown Toledo. And we go down to the depot, and across from the depot, there was this awesome restaurant called El Sombrero's Mexican Restaurant. We used to go there all the time. And again, four or five years old, and I'd always hear Jerry Rafferty, Baker Street, or Piano Man okay. from Billy Joel. One of the two would always be playing in this restaurant. So every time I hear those songs, even now, yeah. I think of El Sombrero's going downtown with my dad. Heck yeah. Isn't that's that cool? A, I mean, let's go how yeah. the memories are made like that. So what are some of your earliest recollections of music? Oh, man. I... Uh... Definitely would have to be bouncing around the house five years old, listening to MC Hammer wearing my parachute pants. <laughs> I was obsessed with MC Hammer back, you, back now, in the 90s. Did you did you have the parachute pants that, uh, you know, because he did the Taco Bell commercials. Remember when he'd fly in on the parachute pants? Yeah, yeah. I had like the full on gold sparkly parachute you, you, you pants, the, the vest. Thing, man. Oh, man, I was rocked out. Had the I had everything MC Hammer. I had the action figure. Or whatever you want to call yeah, it, yeah, I remember a that. Sleeping bag, slippers. He, that's right. He had the he hammer, had merch the bag. The yeah. bag. I forgot about that. He had merch up the wazoo, man, and I had it. I forgot about that thing. Oh yeah. So, uh, it so was MC great. Hammer, uh, the uh, was it? You can't touch this. Oh yeah. And then he had Prey was another one. And too legit to quit. Too legit to quit. And that's and then he did the Taco Bell commercials, and, <clears> and then after that he went gospel for a while, and then yep. he, and then he just he got out of the game. Yeah. Uh, Stan Burrow, I think, is his real name, but uh, yeah, MC Hammer, man, back in the day. Oh yeah. Uh, so, uh, do you remember like uh, anything from ACDC? Do you have any memories? Oh of- yeah, my dad was obsessed with ACDC when I was a kid. It was always playing in the backyard while he was mowing. I remember we went to my uh, my my buddy Brian Bowes. Uh, he had a big uh, birthday party, and it was like his tenth birthday or something like that. And uh, his parents were drinkers, partiers. They were oh, always yeah. every night of the week they had a party going on. You know, fifteen million people at their house. Barney and Sally Bowes, man, I got to give. Him a lot of love. Brian Bowe's got to give you a lot of love and props. And then, anyways, he had uh, two little brothers, Eric and Nick. And unfortunately, Eric and Nick are no longer with us. But, um, but I remember we'd all hang out, we'd party or whatever. And then he'd have like a bunch of guys, you know, a bunch of his other friends over. And I remember one night it was his big birthday bash, and everybody came over. He had sleeping bags. You know, we just we spent the night. We all hung out, and but we were out all night, up all up all night, whatever. And the album of Bob Seger. Um, the Bob Seger and the Silver Bullet Band, Against the Wind, yeah. and then of course ACDC albums, and they played every song over and over again. And I remember that was the first time that I had heard "You Shook Me All Night Long." First time I heard "Hell's Bells," and it's the first time I heard the song "Big Balls." Yeah. And I remember Brian, <laughs> Brian, Brian goes, "I got the biggest balls of them all." And I remember his buddy uh, Andy, and I can't remember Andy's last name, but Andy came up behind him and pulled his pants down. And his mom took a picture with his with his little thing hanging <laughs> out, and I, I'll never forget. Dude, Dude, I'm just like, and now I was, I was just like, I was just, everybody was, was just laughing and having a great time that night. But ACDC, oh yeah, was was played over and over again. And then he said, if you played, and, and it was, this is back in the turntable days yeah. and cassettes, and he 
had the he had the album and he goes, you know what? My dad says if you play the song backwards, you're gonna hear him talking about Satan. Yeah. And I'm like, oh sweet. You know, I'm not a Satan worshiper, but I'm like, oh sweet, this ought to be cool. Right. So I start playing it backwards and I hear zip zip zip, zip and I don't hear anything about right. Satan. And he goes, he goes, he, and then went to his dad. His dad goes, man, Brian, I was just I was just crapping you, man. He goes, <laughs> he goes, I had he goes, there, there's nothing about that. But I listened to the full song backwards, sitting there trying to think, okay, he's gonna talk about Satan in the song. No, but according to uh Lil Nicky, you can hear that in Chicago's music. Really? Chicago? The it, group Chicago? Yeah, according to the movie Little oh, Nicky. Oh, Little Nicky yeah. with uh, Adam Sandler? Yeah. Okay, okay. Yeah, I was like, <laughs> yeah, I don't think so. Well, I mean, what, what Chicago song do you play backwards would talk about Satan? I have no idea, you but know? it'd be fun to watch. 25 or 6 to 4? What, what, what are some, <laughs> you, know, you know a lot of Chicago music, don't you? Oh, gosh. Like, I, um, I can't think of any. Hard to say, I'm sorry, but that's 80s. But let's go 70s. Like, uh, you know, does anybody really know what time it is? Ooh. You know that one. You know yeah. this song. Does anybody really care? Does anybody? And then uh, uh, Just You and Me was another one. Uh, make Me Smile. That one would, I feel like. Make Me Smile would probably yeah. be the one. Make Me Smile. This is Satan. This is Satan. <laughs> Play backwards. <laughs> <laughs> Freddy is the devil. Freddy is the devil. So Chica- so, so little Nikki thought, yeah, the, the Chicago. That's right. I remember that yeah. movie, man. Um, so, yeah, so uh, some great music from back in the day. Uh, first recollections of music for you. Um, yeah. You know, so MC Hammer was one. What, what yep. are some of the other ones? Oh, um, first concert I can remember was Loretta Lynn. Sir, you got to go see Loretta Lynn yes, in concert. Sir. Yes, sir. All right, I'm, I'm, I'm not. I'm, I'm, I'm not was, a Loretta Lynn fan. So, no, she did a great job. I mean, she was well into her 60s at the time. Is she so. still alive? I, I don't remember. I don't know. I have to look it up. But then again, but, you can't believe everything you read. Right. Right. Absolutely. Right. But no. Um. Yeah, it was right after they had built the casino right here in town. Oh wow! So, so you're from the area. Yeah, you're born and raised here. Um, let's let's talk about uh, let's talk about uh, like Motown influences. Oh, with your, with your family were your parents mm. into Motown or not really? Not so much. My my mom was more into like the classic rock and maybe a little Conway Twitty. Uh, Dad's always been country. Always see, and that's why we have my one. Well, that's why we have my one hundred four three, which is a classic rock, classic kids hybrid, and then we have Buck ninety two, which is classic country. Yeah, basically seventy, well, more eighties, nineties, whatever, and two thousands. Um, and and that's a lot of people in this area grew up to to the classic rock, right? The classic rock, absolutely. It's known as classic rock. Now, do you believe that Metallica is classic rock? I refuse to believe that. Nirvana is classic rock. Nope, not Pearl Jam is classic Mm -hmm. rock. The Offspring, classic rock. Third Eye Blind. Classic rock. Why are you lying to me, Sean? I, you know, well, they say twenty five years though. If it's twenty five years, it's a. Does classic. that make me a classic? You are classic. Yes. You're, you're the classic Hammer man. <laughs> <laughs> MC Hammer is classic music now. Isn't that wild? I mean, that's, I mean, if you think about it though, 1990, 1991, 30 years ago. God. Thirty years ago. So you don't were remind four, me. You, you see, you were born in eighty seven. So you were five when yeah. I graduated high school. Well, I graduated late. I had to go to summer school, but <laughs> 1992, technically, he I He was a super senior. I was a super senior, so, what, 12 years in, in school, you know, in, in high school. You know, I did each class three times. It works perfect, man. Okay. Um, but anyways, yeah, so, so, but 90s had a lot of great music, too. Oh, yeah. A lot of great music. You had, uh, you know, but the really cool thing about, because I was doing Top 40 radio yeah. when I first started in 1989, and I, I remember um, Top 40 in the 90s went all different directions. 80s, it was 70s and 80s, it was rock. You had the pop, you had yep. the dance, you had, you know, you had the rhythmic, you had the uh, the, the alternative, and of course, you know, the big pop stuff, you know, all the Michael Jacksons and right. Madonnas and Glenn Fries and stuff like that. But then in the 90s, in early 90s, 
uh, hip hop started coming out a little bit more and more. Yeah. And then you had TLC, you had the MC Hammers, you had Vanilla Ice, yep. you know. Then you had Boys to Men that came along, uh, and in the '90s you had Mariah Carey who actually really started to go a little bit more on the rhythmic side yeah. of things because her first album was soft and pop, but then she really just she started going towards that direction. Her second album too was a kind of pop rock too, um, you know. And then you had the rock stuff that you know they broke off into different genres of the rock. You had Stone Temple Pilots. Mm-hmm. I remember one of their first songs was plush that I remember interstate love song you know that I remember hearing um, and then you know then you had uh, music you know branch off in, into the more of the pop stuff and the pop stuff was like you know I, there wasn't I mean pop was just like everything yeah so so you had you had rhythmic you you know it still was but it branched up and then we went really rhythmic in the mid 90s in the top 40 scene yeah. it went really rhythmic then you had Biggie Smalls that came mm-hmm. out and Tupac was really big NWA was really big in the early 90s yeah. you know and that was all considered That's pop music he- back in the Day. That that's when hip hop was like at its prime. But okay, but it was hip hop exactly, it, it, and I agree with you. But that's that's that that's when it was at its prime, absolutely. But also on top of all of that, it's like it was all mixed in as pop music. Yeah. Two Live Crew, you know, uh, me so you know, me so horny, me love me long time. Yeah, you know, right. <laughs> that song came out, and then they had Band in the USA, and those songs actually crossed over and they hit the top forty charts. It was, it's really really it's weird how that well, happened. It's. I feel like back then people actually paid attention to what the lyrics meant, and it, it it touched a lot of people. And they're not as you know. And nowadays it's all political. Oh, mostly yeah. It's yeah. propaganda. Yeah, it mostly is. But back in the day, it was it was too legit to quit. Yeah, it was. Too, and remember Adam's Groove from uh, from Hammer. Oh yeah, <laughs> the Adam's Family <laughs> we, Groove. Yeah, we should play that. <laughs> but see, but that's you know that's in my one hundred three. We you know we relive some of these great memories, you know. But yeah, you're talking nineties. Uh, who, who else do you remember from the nineties? Ooh, um, early Chili Peppers. Oh yeah, yeah. Flea and Anthony um, Kiedis and all that. Oh, Flea the greatest bassist of all time uh, he's one of the best he's one of the best i, I will slap you if you disagree with me. i disagree with you <laughs> come on will smith good job <laughs> uh gosh um Soundgarden. oh yeah definitely some sound garden yeah um i had this really big thing for uh savage garden for a minute <laughs> back in middle school and we guys thank you for joining us for this podcast we're done there <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah and then savage garden yeah oh i mean they gosh. had some good hits they had some good the hits. one i hate is uh, i knew i loved you before i met you that was just oh it was ridiculously slow and depressing yeah, it was but i want you from savage garden was a good tune yeah cherry cherry cola i want you yeah i remember that one and then that was it. That's all I remember from Sa- what Savage Garden. Savage Garden. Oh my god, dude! <laughs> dude I just, oh, and Bob. If you're gonna go there, you might as well go and Bob with your, your Bob group, the Hanson, Hanson. man. And then oh. they, then they had Hanson had a secondary hit, but it only charted like you know for like three weeks. It was called "Where Is the Love." Oh yeah, and that uh, "Where's the Love" or "Who's the Love" or something like that. Um, wow. Man, you're taking me back. Stacey Earl was big in the 90s. Pebbles was big in the late 80s, early 90s. Uh, anyway, so this is just fun, just reminisce about oh, old yeah. times and great music. So if anybody wants to chime in or you want to, uh, you know, uh, give us your uh, take on what, you know, music that was cool when you grew up, you can always shoot us an email, sean at wczy.net, or find me on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, Snapchat, or whatever. I'm all around there. So He's on all of them. There you go. Josh, anything else you want to throw out to this morning, man? 
Love, peace, and hippie grease. All right. Well, there Stay we classy. Stay, that's my that's my phrase, Mr. Uh, Ron Burgundy. Yeah. We appreciate that. Anyways, Josh, thanks for coming in and uh, doing this cool podcast. Absolutely. He's going to be doing a lot more with us, by oh, the way. you know so, it. Uh, stay tuned. And if you'd like to do a podcast with us, uh, let us know. You can always reach out, 989-772-9664. Give us a holler. And Josh, my brother from another mother. Whoop, whoop. Keep it real. Always. And we'll talk to you next time on our podcast. Have a great one, everybody. Thank you for listening to In the Life of Sean Powers weekly podcast. The views and opinions heard on this podcast do not necessarily reflect those views and opinions of Latitude Media, our sponsors, our affiliates, or My1043 and Buck92 Radio. Check out our website for even more podcasts from around the area. Just go to MyMichiganPodcast.com. It's podcasting that matters.